Yeah, I have to turn it to male voice or else it doesn't work. I see. Yeah. Okay. If, if you go to the track thing, it doesn't. How are you? Fine, how are you? like a various cool establishment like i bought these clothes because i got a new job and i like the job and i like everything about it but the clothes look nice they're like the nicest clothes i've ever owned easily where did you go as in to shop for them yeah the mall no like what specific um establishment this is a this is a gap shirt i believe so i don't know if that's horrendous is that horrendous? The look on your face says horrendous. Well, let me put it to you this way. I'm surprised there still is one in Yorkdale because it's just not high-end enough. I didn't go to... I didn't say I went to Yorkdale. Well, where did you go? I think I went to the Eaton Center. Which is not much better. Than Yorkdale? Yeah. Isn't it worse than Yorkdale? Well, it, from your perspective, it's probably better. <laughs> Why? Because you don't know anything about clothes. <laughs> but, hmm... But even from my perspective, I know that Yorkdale's the better mall. If only because the ceilings are higher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's just the one floor, so there's no, like, class hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. Right. It takes up a lot of space. Therefore, I know that, it's better. Yeah. I know that Yorkdale is the better mall because the Apple store at the Eaton Center is on the top level, and the Nike store is on the bottom level, and that doesn't make any sense, brand-wise. But Yorkdale, they're, they're sort of even keel. Yeah, I went to the Mac store this weekend at Yorkdale, actually, and it was the most horrendous experience of my entire life. What what happened at the Mac store? I don't know. You don't know what happened? I, 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 like, I had, like, a fit or something, because all I needed, okay, was uh -huh. this HDMI Oh, cable. we're actually talking about the Apple store, not the, like, the Mac makeup store. No, like, no, no, no. I honestly thought that was going to be the twist of the story. Oh. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in the Eaton Center. They are next to each other. <laughs> There's a Sephora. No, I'm good for glitter and bronzer. Like, right next I'm, to the Apple I'm store. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I don't need any uh, glittered bronzer at the moment. Is that what they sell at, the, at Sephora, glittered bronzer? Well, Sephora is actually much more Catholic, by which I mean, like, it has a lot more things. You know, you can get, like, skincare, that kind of stuff. Right. I think, I don't know this for sure, but, you know, AC would know. Um, uh, the the Mac store, I believe, is basically, like, you know, party makeup, you know. So you went of, in there and got some HDMI cords. I went to the Apple store. Okay. But... It's just sort of a swarm of people carrying David's teacups and a bunch of people in blue zigzagging through this maze, mm -hmm. deliberately avoiding you. Okay, like, like that's what I, that's how I felt People when I in the Apple shirt. Yeah. Looking at you, deciding that you are to be avoided. And veering, to, you know, further sure. away. Because it really looks like they're busy. You know, if you're, like, in constant motion, it looks like you're going somewhere. I don't think any of those people were going anywhere. You know, I think they were just doing this all day long to avoid actually having to talk to the customers. Because I was there for 7,000 years. You think bird's eye view of the Apple uh, store, those blue shirts are never actually stopping to talk to anyone. No, I don't. I think they're, in, they're like sharks. They're in constant <laughs> motion. Okay? They're always moving. And 
I was there for 7,000 years. Yep. Okay. And all I wanted was like one thing, which of course I don't know what anything is. So I had to ask someone, you know, uh -huh. um, and like getting to, to do this was like relentlessly trying. Okay. You know, and then once you get there, you know, you can't even pay for anything. Like you have to use their little store or whatever. Well, you go onto your own phone and you pay for it there and then you just leave without telling anyone. Yeah, like, isn't that weird? It's so weird. Isn't that weird? It doesn't make any sense, and no one believes that it works, but it totally works. I've done it. I went in, I've no, gone I know, into the I Apple store, bought a thing on the phone itself. This is back when I had an iPhone. I bought it on the phone itself, and I just left. I didn't talk to anyone. Yeah, I mean, and it was like... Like, talk about white fucking privilege, right? Well, the David's Tea was a big tip-off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm... I'm, I'm All right, like, I mean... Could, that is, like, I don't the even know ultimate. if that's a. I don't even know if that's a thing. Like, if you're, if you're white and you have an iPhone, and you walk into an Apple store and just pick something up and just leave, will anyone stop you? I don't know. I mean, the entire okay, the entire thing was absurd and like the most bizarre way of shopping ever. Like shopping mm -hmm. used to be like this kind of great thing. Like you got to sort of peruse and whatever. Like, without having all these tables of people everywhere, you know, because I guess they have to have somewhere to lay. Are we already like, used to being? What? Because, you know, things were better when it used to be. Well, no, I mean, like, shopping before I was even born, you know, like oh, that okay. kind of thing, you know. It's <laughs> just it's just funny how it's changed, you know, because everyone says, like, you know, nobody, you know, in ten years there's not going to be any stores and stuff like that. It's like, uh -huh. that's probably true. Yeah. Um, but but you're a suggesting lot of that, that there will at least be tables that you can't walk around. Well, there will be fucking tea shops. Let me assure you. Okay, there will be tea shops. Yeah, yeah. There will be a lot of them. How else are we supposed to feel energized? You know, but only vaguely energized, like only a little bit, like only a little bit, like only yeah. a tiny. Like, I like, just it's need too a much of a rush to have a coffee. <laughs> I just need a. Yeah, know. no, it's I too hard on my system. I feel like I should just have the tea. You know, this is coming from like a twenty-one-year-old girl. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I drink when I drink easy four cups of coffee a day. Yeah, easy, of course. No question. Yeah, sight unseen. I know that's, you... that's bare minimum. Yeah, absolutely, and sh <laughs> so it should be. You know, yeah. we're not old enough yet to have to worry about this. So it's ridiculous. Why would anyone that's like twenty years old drink tea? Well, they have the liver to spare. Like it's it's constantly repairing itself. It'll be fine. It doesn't make any sense. Like, and that's. You know, we will get to this thing about Queen West and all of this weird culture or yeah. whatever that's happening in cities, um, which I think comes from the fact that everyone thinks that they're more susceptible to everything than they actually are, you know? So I'm wearing a Gap shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should bring it back to that. I'm wearing a Gap shirt, which you find horrendous. I don't find it horrendous. I just don't no, the find it anything. You, you find the 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 the, the idea of, of like going to a store in a mall that where the sign basically says this is where you get the shirt that makes it acceptable for you to enter an elevator full of other people wearing similar shirts and go sit in a desk and do the thing that you don't need that shirt to do at all. Like there's no function of my job that requires fancy clothing. Except for the fact that there's that elevator full of other people in the fancy clothing. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Once I get to my desk, I don't see any of those people. Yeah. I just do my job, 
And then I then later I go back into the same elevator with those those people slightly more disheveled and 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 dead eyed. And then we go we all go home together. They've had seven nervous breakdowns <laughs> each. But that's the thing. That's the whole reason I have to wear the shirt from the Gap. And the shirt from the Gap is to to a straight to a straight guy. Absolutely, is this is the minimum amount of like kilojoules of energy I have to expend to get, finish to fix this problem. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that you would bring up the Gap because I was amused by this the other day. Their fall ad campaign literally is dress normal. Absolutely. I, I saw that, and I thought... The first thing I thought was was normal core. It's right up my like, alley. Like, like <laughs> so norm you traipsed in. Yeah, no, I thought, this is norm core. <laughs> this is Seinfeld. This is mm-hmm. absolutely Seinfeld, because Seinfeld is, like, the most norm core thing ever. And this is fine. This is fine. This is, like, it's it's a tool that's solving a problem for me. Yeah, which is exactly what it's there for. When you say that I think that these things are horrendous, I don't think that it's horrendous. I just don't think that it's anything. It's like it's, it's just well, it's unremarkable. It's unremarkable in the truest sense of unremarkable. Yeah, it requires no. It certainly doesn't require ten minutes of the first episode of our show. It's something. <laughs> that's where I was going with that. you finally picked up um mm-hmm. yeah but if so, i mean if you were wearing something horrendous that would be remarkable yeah um but to, to to get to my eventual early point um i while waiting for you to to get here so that we could do this show i went and had uh a dinner and a beer at um a place that had no sign outside so i know it's really cool yeah, and it could be any place. I have no idea where it is because it could be one of sixty million places in, in this general vicinity. Could, and I and all I could say to you was the place had no sign, and they sold artisanal grilled cheese and local tap beer, and you and it doesn't narrow it down whatsoever. No, because everywhere around here sells those things. Yeah, and I sat on a wobbly wooden chair, mm-hmm. d- d- repurposed, repurposed chair. Yes. Um. Uh, v- like B sides were playing, <laughs> right? Just only B sides, except for Rehab. I heard Rehab, which is an acceptable A side in yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah, because um, she died. There was a there was a woman sitting across from me working on a screenplay, drinking uh, water, and she hadn't touched. This is uh, so it's it's. Again, it doesn't narrow anything down, but it was the coolest place ever. In whose opinion? Well, societies, obviously. Um, As, you know, this is a, it's always sunny in Philadelphia doctrine that, like, a place without a sign is cooler than a place with a sign. Yeah. Right? So, and I, you know, that has to be true because it keeps happening. Right? In really cool neighborhoods, there are places with no signs. In... Neighborhoods that used to be cool and are now slightly less cool, there's more signs. 
and it's easier to get around, so you think, and it's so a little <laughs> brightly lit, and it's a little easier to find the macchiato that you need, or the tea. Like, and there's a David's Tea now in that neighborhood, so it's less, slightly less cool. There's more than one. Right. Yeah. There's rough estimate 67. <laughs> what did David's Tea ever do to you? It existed. It came, <laughs> it came and gave people something that I don't care about, which is like what Just all tea. of these things do, you right. know? Like, basically, we wanted to talk about this, so we might as well talk about it. Okay. I have it on my phone. I have the article on my phone. I have a slideshow on my phone. It's not even an it's article. It's not even an article, it's I know. It's a fucking slideshow. I know, and in typical Toronto fashion, everybody freaked out about it. It's a listicle. So, Queen West um, in Toronto was voted by Vogue magazine as the second hippest neighborhood in the world. I found this article. I, I searched for Vogue West Queen West, and the first thing that came up was a blog to article. That about that article. Th about this article, yeah. because that's what blog to does largely. And they prefaced it by saying, yes, that Vogue. Yeah. As if there's like a backwater Vogue that Torontonians think of because we don't have access to the real one. Yeah. Yeah. But really, um, yeah, so the, yeah, so things like BlogTO and everybody was talking about this for a little while. And I thought, what I originally thought was, like, you've got to be kidding. Have they heard of Europe? Like, really. They have heard of Europe. But, There's some Europe in this listicle. Yeah, but, I mean, in terms... Like, as Torontonians, you know, I would say that not only is Queen West not the second hippest neighborhood in the world, it's not even the, like, second hippest neighborhood in Toronto. Would you say that West Queen West is even the hippest neighborhood on, like, Queen West? Well, probably. Okay, so we found the barometer point. <laughs> It's, the barometer is getting low. All right, that's what I think about it. And the, the if you, you don't have to read the article or anything, but you know, uh, can I flick with my finger at it at least? Yeah, you can flick it. You can flick at it. Yes, I'm flicking at the article. Yeah. So I mean, but all of the things that they say about it are things that you know, I don't think are hip at all. You know, like for example, on Queen West there is a restaurant that is allergy conscious. Um, I mean, what's not hip about allergy-conscious restaurants? I think that's the least hip thing I've ever heard in my life. Because caring isn't cool. No, it's not. Exactly. Concerning yourself with your personal <laughs> problem. Like, I mean, really, what a lame thing to do on a Saturday afternoon. No, and you know how, the, you know how I know the place that I ate dinner at was cool? I sat down, and the waitress who was talking to the lady with the water at length about art i'm assuming um no it's probably about her phone looked, but let's looked over to, is that not the same thing it looked over to me disapprovingly and i sat down and i sort of i sort of i waited for service like an idiot and she went back to the bar and i eventually got my way up there and i and i ordered and and she said okay and then she just disappeared. And then I sat back down. And then my, my, the food and, and drink appeared at the bar and sort of sat there for a little bit. And then she eventually sort of disgruntingly 
came over and, and, and brought it. But uh, no one else there was sort of treating it like it was an actual restaurant, even though it was tables, chairs, B-sides, and um, food. <laughs> like It could have been the public records right, building. It's, you know yeah. it's a cool place when your assumptions of how the business works is incorrect. But... Uh, that's not like what's cool about that, you know. What's cool about that? Well, what do you think is cool about it? What I, like you went there and kind of <laughs> had like a bad time. Yeah, no, it's the waitress is really annoying. It's totally a one star Yelp, right? But <laughs> <laughs> but what? you were you're being intimidated into thinking it's cool. I'm being intimidated into thinking it's cool. Okay, because and I'm dressed like this. I'm dressed like I came from the elevator where people are impressive and dead eyed, and. And, and I look like the bad guy from early 90s, like, dramedies. Like, I look like every Rob Lowe villain yeah, ever. Yeah, the guy that closes down the record store. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and but I... we don't have any more record stores because everyone... <laughs> I closed spend, them all down! <laughs> because everyone spends all their time in shitty restaurants. That's why we don't have any record stores. Okay? <laughs> there is not... There is gonna be nothing else but these shitty places. It's gonna be coffee shops and restaurants, and that's it. That is not hip. It's not interesting at all. No, you know, you actually do have a legitimately interesting neighborhood because half the stuff is, is I don't know what some of the stuff is. I look through. A, I have to look through a fairly dirty window to see what is inside the store. <laughs> in private club. If it's yes. open or not. <laughs> if if it's in business at all yes. is in dispute. It used to be called the beer light. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, there may be people in there, but they may be welcoming. They may not. It's They've all been up there in since the air. 1975. It's all up in the air. They haven't Whereas, left. You go to West Queen West. You sit at the David's Tea. You order the um, insert ridiculous tea name here because I actually don't know. I'm not. I'm not so white that I spend a lot of my waking hours drinking tea. Um, but you go in there and you know what you want. And that, that's what's uncool about it, is that there's no challenge whatsoever in the, in, in what you expect to get and what you get. That's perfectly yeah. correlate. Yeah, okay. You know, that, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. You know, um, it's soup, it's safe, right? Cool isn't safe. But it's also not, like in my opinion, you know, yeah, this neighborhood isn't so bad because there's still a little bit, you know, of... I don't know what you would call like. Is that guy gonna stab me? I don't know. A little bit of that, yeah. A little bit of that. And there has to be some sort of tension in order for it, because that's what makes things interesting, you yeah. know. Otherwise, it's very sort of, you know, like you were talking about, you know, everything is brightly lit, everything is, you know, really, you know, you go here for this and here for this. It's very, like, I would describe it as suburban, yeah. you know. And that influence is to me the whole thing is getting like that and it's sort of like saying i mean look who the mayor is or whatever i all like i kind of think like that the suburbs have kind of gotten their revenge on toronto because they've moved right into it mm -hmm. you know they kind of bulldozed it down and did what they wanted with it you know and now you it's even worse because you have it's presented to you in such a way that it's like, you know, enjoy this, you know, urban lifestyle or whatever. <laughs> but it's not at all. I mean, it's not urban at all. It's, it's, you might as well be living in a shopping center. Everyone's rushing to Honest Ed's world-famous bargain house where everything's under one roof and you'll flip over our low, low prices. 
Major credit cards are welcomed at Honest Ed's 14 full-range departments, including jewelry, bedding, rugs, and furniture, hardware, sports, toys, and housewares, groceries, film, and pharmacy, and clothing and shoes for the whole family. Conveniently located on the Brewer subway line at Bathurst. And remember, Honest Ed's a great magician. I make high prices disappear like magic. You know, that's what it feels like to me. I mean, you get... I think you get a lot of people who go, well, if there isn't housing and if there isn't commerce, then what would you put there? But there, ha but that's the thing. That's the tension. Like, what do you do with it? Right. You know, you could do something interesting with it, or you could put a condo on it called the Carnaby. Also, the other thing that I have a problem <laughs> with, okay, is this is... Naming condos? Yeah. The Carnaby? That is the most ridiculous name ever. Carnaby Street was a cool street in London for about four years in the 60s. What what cool person in 2014 would live in a place, and they probably would, you know. Uh -huh. that, it, that probably is attractive to a certain kind of person, you know, which I don't consider to be like an urban figure, you know. I don't consider that to be like part of the... Do you basically, I don't want them to live here. Do you think the fancy is selling um, like white cotton sweaters that say West Queen West in the Vogue font yet? Because I can get in on that. I can make that happen. <laughs> well, there's all, I mean, there's all kinds of merchandise and stuff, you know, I mean, you can For get West Ronce's Vale on there, your... Who's making this shit? I don't know, I get, like, local, you know. Actually, there's a place called Public Butter that makes um, a lot of that stuff. Okay. It's on West Queen West. Um, but I don't know for how much longer, because they probably won't be able to afford the rent, and then they'll have to move here, which I would really like. I just want everything that was cool on Queen West to move here. I mean, it might happen. Yeah, it sure. might. Or those people. I'm could, kind of looking forward to it. Or those people could get old and die. But they're not old. I mean, they're not old enough. You know, they, I mean, when I moved to Toronto, which was like, let's say, and not really yet, but you know, four hundred years ago, years ago. Okay. six million years ago. <laughs> You're saying these people aren't going to go? How old are they? How old are these cool people who used to be cool? Well, I guess they were my age when I moved here. You know, probably, okay. right? I mean, Presumably. that's who... Because before that, nobody would have gone to those neighborhoods because they were terrible. Sure. Right? So they're all in their late 40s now, like you are. Yeah, I mean... Well, I'm in my early... <laughs> I'm in my early hundreds. Let's not... Let's not... Um, right, and they're all... They, so they got the sciatica. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the polyps. Yeah. Yeah. Got the polyps. polyps everywhere. And you still expect them to be cool. How long can someone actually be cool for? How long can you sustain that? Before you fall into the, I'll just get the fucking gap shirt. I don't care. Just, well, apparently longer just, than you. Just who give me already... the, just give me the gap shirt and the David's <laughs> tea and I'll just, can I, I'll just, Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. No, you're, of course, you know, yes, of course that disappears. You know, it, it's yeah. very generational. It's very like, it's not even generational. It's more than that. No, you know, I don't think it's generational. I think, I think there's an amount of energy that you can, yeah. that you can exert being cool. And after that energy is gone and there's nothing in the tank, you just succumb. I think yeah, you just see, succumb. This is why you don't see 50 year old goth people who aren't Robert Plant. Robert Smith. Oh, uh, the same guy? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> I don't think Robert Plant had anything to do with Love Cats. This is what I was saying about consciously just making people angry at me. I don't even try. It just <laughs> happens. Someone out there who's listening to this in 2087 uh, in, in, on Mars or something just heard that and went, Oh, fuck him. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just feeling a little superior. 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to the original. I mean, that's what you know. That's what this article said. You know, it's 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 having a resurgence or whatever the word was. You know, it's like this is not a resurgence; it's an insurgence mm-hmm. of like all of these things that everyone kind of thinks are cool, but I don't see what's cool about them. Like to me, your dietary restrictions are things that, like, suburban moms worry about. Sure. Not 22-year-olds. Okay? No. I, like, it's boring. Go have sex. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? People still have sex? I, I, probably not, because they're too busy being gluten intolerant. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it, it's a concern that I think is kind of ridiculous. It's for middle age. It's not for now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have trouble picturing young people having sex now. Is that weird? Well, I mean, I fantasize about it. I'm not even a, like, I'm not a parent. I'm not worried about the kids fucking, but I have trouble actually <laughs> picturing the young people I see on the street that I actually, actually fucking. They probably do it, like, via FaceTime, you know? <laughs> they, <laughs> you know? It's probably something like that, you know? I, I, like, I'm assuming it's all happening exactly the same way that it has for, you know, I, a long time um insert amount of time it's been happening here um but like surely nothing's changed since when i was 15 and frustrated but like it's not that long it's not that long ago but i have trouble actually picturing the ugly ass teenagers i see with the little effort they're putting into speaking to one another doing anything (laughs) with one another is that weird yeah, I mean, well, here's here's an example. Um, I, I said this to a few people um, over the years, a couple of years ago. Um, I was on the bus, and I was, like, it was, you know, school time. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what time that, what, three? I don't know what time it is. Anyway, PM? The time that they leave school. It's, like, three o'clock, right? It's, or four it's o'clock? It's, like, three o'clock. Okay, whatever. Um, I didn't really go to high school, so I don't really remember <laughs> what it was like. Um, I graduated, but I didn't go. I don't know how that happened. But, um, so one of them, uh, you know, they were talking to each other and, um, one of them said, I think it's like really funny that you can't read. Like, it's really cute. What? Yeah. It was a girl. A girl said it to a guy. I guess they were like, you know. Like she was being pedantic about his illiteracy. Yeah. And I was like, somehow, like. And I'm sure, I'm sure every old person feels like this, but that's it. That's the last generation that, that learned how to read, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know what people, I don't know what people learn in school anymore. We because got a, you don't have to do anything anymore. We, we got about nine generations of literate people over the last 70 years, and I guess we're done. I guess. You yeah. Know, because before that, there weren't many, and now there won't, you know. Because sure. no one, I mean, it's the thing. Like, why would you learn how to do things if you can just do it on the... I mean, don't you at least need to learn how to type on the dingus? But people can just kind of move their finger, you know. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't even have to do just, that anymore. Ah, uh, that was my favorite thing about, like, the, the intro to the Apple Watch is that, like, you can just, like, draw a stupid shape on it and that shape will get transmitted to the other person who sees the shape. Like, that's it. You're right. That's the end of literacy. Right? That's the end of needing words to communicate feelings, emotions, and ideas. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I say that as if feelings and emotions are different things. We'll be using, um, them, we'll be using emojis instead. Yeah, emojis. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. So, okay, so we'll be using emo guys it's on really, our watches. It's going to be really scintillating. 
you know? We'll be using emo guys on our watches and mm-hmm. and not fucking. And then the global warming will And going fix, to David's tease. Global warming will fix itself because there will only be 28 of us in about 50 years. <laughs> right? Thank God. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, can't wait for there to be less people. That sounds fantastic to me. Um, but do you understand what I mean about the Queen West thing, right? I, I don't understand do. why anyone would think that it's hip. I absolutely do. Because it's... Because people who read Vogue are a subset of people who read magazines. And people who read magazines... Are 150. Are 150. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole thing. But young, actually... Like, a young person right, might read this listicle that they put up. Yeah, they probably would. Right? The chances of the listicle getting to the youth are way higher than the chances of the, the actual magazine that they sell uh, at various shops, I suppose. For, like, another two years. For another two years. And, until... and then they'll be replaced by David Stees. Yeah. I wonder if someone is collecting all of the uh, blog articles from what used to be newspapers announcing that they're no longer a newspaper and are now a blog. <laughs> is someone collect? Is there a Tumblr of that? Like, fuck yeah, no longer print.tumblr.com. <laughs> 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 fuck yeah, blogs. let's go digital. Because yeah. <laughs> that's happening cra- at crazy rates. Oh yeah. Right? Of course. Amici carissimi ed amiche carissime, ciao a tutti. Telemoda, hosted by Italian director Bruno Pescuta. Toronto's eyes on the best of what's new in the world of fashion. Every Wednesday afternoon on CFMT Channel 47 during Italianissimo and in primetime on Rogers Cable Channel 33. Telemoda, a Studio 1027 production. I mean, I don't, you know, whatever. Like, there's yeah, no, no I don't point care. in I don't kind care of... about that. No. But, um... Well, I suppose the real problem is when everybody stops reading the blogs, too. Yeah, what do you do then? Um, well, that's... We don't have to deal with that problem, because it'll be long... Well, it'll happen in five years. So, we might have to deal with that problem. <laughs> well, it'll just... Like, there won't be... The, the, the idea of, like, reading an article about something won't exist. It'll be presented to you in, like, a sort of slide... Fat, or something like that. You know what I mean? There, w- there won't be that. You know, the news will be presented to you in, like, tiny snippets. And, you know, it'll probably be about the same. Because, really... Sure. You know, I went to journalism school for four years. I didn't read a newspaper the entire time I was there. I, um... Why would it, you know, but why would like, I read a newspaper? I'm actually not a doomsayer about this, because in my brain, until about the 1970s, most people got their news by watching a television they didn't own through a window of a store that was closed. Okay, this isn't like Miracle on 34th Street. That didn't no, that's, actually happen. In my brain, that's how it works. Is that like, so, between 1950 and 75, <laughs> most news was transmitted <laughs> through a TV behind a pane of glass at about 9pm to a hobo, <laughs> who would then become a town crier of sorts. <laughs> so it's like War of the Worlds, but like sadder. Yeah, well, in your life, TV huge box made out of mahogany. Yeah, and it cost $47,000. And also, <laughs> what I'm saying. but this, another thing about televisions back then, my parents had one of those televisions. They had them. They had it for years. You know, it, it was, I mean, obviously, they're much 
better to look at now. But, like, from an aesthetic quality, it was really nice to have one of those big televisions because it was a big, nice piece of furniture right in your hat. You know, you could put flowers on it, you could do whatever you wanted with it, because it was like having an extra thing. Mm-hmm. For those know? keeping count, this is our third used-to-be. Oh, there's going to be a lot of those. <laughs> I mean, what, are you kidding me? I'm a futurist. I'm an optimist. I think things are actually getting better, and this is why people hate me. Yeah, I think nowadays people would use those TVs for, like, you know, a bachelor apartment. Yeah, you could fit, yes. It would be like... Right? You could fit seven people in that that, that, television. There's a Tokyo business hotel. Yeah. Right there. That's... You just slide in there and have a good night's sleep. Yeah, that's progress. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Recycling, anyway. It certainly is recycling. And then they could just... They don't even have to get a coffin. They can just die. No, it's in not there. recycling. And it's repurposed. Just, and matter. then just shoot them out of a ship. It's repurposed. Yeah. <laughs> you, can it's repurposed. Like, you can even have it as a functioning TV. You know, the rest, the, the, the dead can rest with like the favorite television program. When I, uh, I'm calling it right now. When I die, bury me in a 1960s television set. Die. Yeah. And then and then shoot me out of a cannon into the ocean. No, we'll just dump you in the lake. I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously don't do any of what I just said. <laughs> we'll dump you next to Billy Bishop Airport, if it's still there, you know. Mm. If the annoying people in the condos by the waterfront, you know, ever stop complaining about the noise, you know. Which um, is another thing that I'm irritated about. The ship is still there, by the way. They haven't moved the ship. The restaurant. You know, Captain John's. Still there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The condo people haven't fully gotten their way yet. They had to move. Um, My biggest issue with that whole thing... Is between Queen's Key and Queen's West? Yeah, it's the uh, same I mean, people. It's the same type of person. Yeah, I mean, there's there's West Quay West now. Really the same type. There's West... Key West? Key West? Key, West Key West? Of course there is. There's West Key, and then there's West Key West. Right south of West Queen West. It's a grid system, people. It's just... I've never heard anybody say that. <laughs> no, you haven't heard anybody say Upper Beaches either, but that's apparently where I live, according to some real estate you know, assholes. Yes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, depending on the listings. Mm-hmm. In the newspapers, you're Crescent Town. In the newspapers, I'm Don't Go There. No, you're just Crescent Town. I'm, like, there's... This is this is where I live. Is in real life, no, yeah. Don't go there. You are you are you are used to be don't go there. Now it's like why bother? Yeah. Oh, that's there. that's a raise right there. Is why bother? Yeah. Right, right. You're not gonna really get shot there anymore. You used to. No. It's you know, I don't know what happened. Did they gentrify there? They killed everyone who would who would be a threat. Yeah, all the people that were gonna get shot did. No, there is. I don't a, think that's it. I'm seeing the gentrification <laughs> in my. The thing is, we jumped. We missed the. We missed the cool step. We we jumped from. Oh my God! Don't go into that neighborhood. You'll get shot. To hey, look at David's tea. We we missed the cool part. David's that, tea in there. Well, there. Uh, yeah, there's one like a few blocks south, on Kingston, and really? there's there's three Starbucks wow. in walking distance. Um, but we missed the period yeah, but that's of. That's the kind of thing we're like complaining about. It's like, well, this is everywhere. Like, Oh, of course. Enriching. But like, I suppose it's better than you know a closed storefront. Your guys' neighborhood is still in that sort of like rustic, repurposed, cool 
thing where you're not sure if it's a furniture shop or a bar or a place to get a tattoo. Yeah, or, there's, there's a lot of overlap of yeah, and it's and it's like that sort of creates a cool. But my my neighborhood just went from from bullets to basket weaving in one step. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but nobody cares about your neighborhood. Like, no one ever talks about it. No, know? and no one ever will. Well, not now, anyway, because it was never cool. <laughs> it was never, exactly. Like, no, you know, it. like you said, there was never any reason to go there. No. Um, but there, there hasn't been reason to go to West Queen West in a long time. No, because all it is, is the stuff that I'm talking about. It's been, like, a really, it's been a suburbanizing okay. um, influence. It's been a long, it's been a long time. Like, you know, this is, this is not a new, new thing. Um, Which is why it's really funny that now, I mean, yeah, you're right. This it, it, it hasn't been cool in a really long time, yeah. you know. And so now Vogue magazine picks up on it. To me, it's like I, I'm not the one that's out of touch. They are. So when did it stop being cool? Like, like, in the 2005. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, about, right? I'd, I'd so call it, that the cutting it, off it point. It wasn't like it wasn't new anymore. It wasn't. Yeah. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, I never thought that it was the coolest place in Toronto. I mean, to me, this is what I do. Like, if you added up the hours of my time spent mm-hmm. in Toronto, most of it has been spent, like, just walking around it and looking at it. That's really my favorite thing to do in the city. Okay. You know, I like traipsing. That's what I like to do. Sure. And With a bit of a skill. With a bit of twacking. With, <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of twacking thrown in. For you, you don't know what this is. Yeah, twacking. Yes. Yeah. Twacking is a, a term that's used in only in St. John's, by the way, uh, in Newfoundland. You know, for, it's not cool explaining things. For yeah. um, <laughs> right, look, you're still wearing the Gap shirt. So, I sure am. I wait, mean, wait, wait, do you care what twacking is? I don't. Okay, well then, shut them up. Like, I thought it. it was a fun word. It is a fun oh, word. It's totally a fun word, and I don't want it ruined by having it explained, having it explained to me. Well, twack off then. I want to. I want to. I want to be able to use the word in a in a in a distanced, aloof way, and have people never uh, question me You're on it whatsoever. You're such a hipster. Well, you it's know. like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even okay. doing this We're show with you? Let's wait until he finally uses it in our presence and see if he manages to context it. Mm-hmm. That's called yeah. callback. What's a callback? No, it's called giving someone the benefit of the doubt, and I'm not willing to do that <laughs> very <laughs> often. Like giving someone rope to hang themselves. Yeah, that's, oh, good. that's a much better way of looking at it. Sure. Much more negative. Thank you. Sure. I feel much better. What's that, Grandpa Sam? That's what the first Sam the Record Man store used to look like. Who's that, Grandpa? That's what I used to look like. Gee, Grandpa. Now you watch this. Said it, I did it. Great music, great prices. I'm sure you'll fall on your face. Um, <laughs> so, so I enjoy, you know, looking at the city. And for that reason, I think that there are much cooler parts of the city than Queen Wise. You know, to just much. kind of look at. Yeah. And twack. Yeah. See, callback. Um, that was the worst callback. <laughs> You of all really time. Try to use no, I didn't. That was super lazy. Same, 
same Super sentence. Nice. No, I need to it. use it in a totally different, uh, totally different like it's area. It's the gap you shirt. Can... It's like dumbing him down, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I need to use it as like an ingredient in a slaw. <laughs> in, a, in an artisanal salad. In an, in an artisanal salad, yeah. That's the slogan, right? Think, think normal. No, dress normal. The gap, oh, yes. Oh, the gap is now normal. dress normal. Yeah, we talked yeah. about that already. Is there yeah. a gap on West? Of course yeah. there is. Big gap. Not West Wing West. No, because it's not zhuzhy enough. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not, you know, Fred Perry Wait, enough. Which, which, which area did both? And besides, Gap is... Green West or West Wing West? Gap West has Green never... Gap has never been like a Starbucks where it just immediately implants itself on any new neighborhood that has slightly less gun violence. Um, no, because like it's generally it's not, still a mall yeah, only it, store. Yeah. You know, there's not that many non mall gaps. No, only in a large city like this one. Right. You know? And there and that's fine. You know, in neighborhoods where there there are like shopping centers, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know? You know the the part of Queen Street that's near the Eaton Center. I would expect to see a gap there. I would expect to see an H and M there. Well, that should you be know. Eaton Center West. Oh, it really should be. That whole like for about five blocks west of the Eaton Center is still technically Eaton Center yeah. by all accounts. Yeah, yeah I mean, it wasn't like from that. Dundas was to Queen. Years ago, there wasn't like that. No, but that, but that, like I think that's I think Up that's to Spadina, fine. I'd say yeah, <laughs> that's. Yeah. Yeah, the Eaton Center now, it's, it's you know, they've you amalgamized. More, you, get, you get the more indie feel. It's the, the Eaton's factors. district now. Yeah, it's absolutely the Eaton's district. Yeah. Because if you if you leave the Eaton Center from the Queen exit and you walk west, you get to experience the exact same stores that are in the Eaton Center, but outside. Outside. It's like, oh, did you forget to pick up <laughs> in the mall? A hundred percent. There's a place to get it. So. It's 100% overlap. Yeah. Yeah. But that I don't have a problem with because it's not, it's not presenting itself to you as something else. No, nobody thinks that's hip. It's not, you just think of it as an outdoor mall. Yeah, it's right. just like whatever, like a shopping district. You know, that's fine. I don't have a problem. You know, that is something that should be in cities. You know, it's something for the tourists to do. Whatever. That's keep them there so they don't bother anyone else. Right. You know, that that's good. Uh huh. Right. What, the thing about the Vogue thing is that. You know, you don't want people from Milwaukee showing up at West Queen West, is what you're saying. Well, I basically don't want people that should live in Milton to live in West Queen West. I think okay. the problem is the sur- sur- suburbanization. Is the of people it? actually living there? Is the, is that's the problem for you? Not they're the not, people who are visiting. They're not. They're not helping. I don't really know if the people is really the problem. It could be. I don't know. But I think probably the way it's setting itself up is kind of it's much more just bland commercial interest. Yeah, it's you know, and and the fact that like you know, uh, you know, tastemakers, you know, like the people at Vogue would consider this a hip neighborhood. I think is kind of banal, or like it's a bit. It's like really, you're impressed by this. I'm not. You know. I mean, are you just bored of it though? Because you're from here and you're over it. And if you lived in, let me bring up the. But is there really any a hot? Is there really any like a more? I guess regular nightlife strip of then West Queen West. Yes, Dundas West. Dundas uh, West has become that. There are lots of bars and stuff on Dundas West, and they still kind of... Well, I would say Dundas West is is the hipper one, but West Queen West is much more busy and active. It's much more, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, it's busy with people, you know, that I think should have left the city many years ago to raise their children in a suburb. Those people going to the bars a lot more. 
most of my parents. No, the people that go to the bars on Queen Street are from the suburbs. They're the people that actually live in the suburbs. They come in here and be annoying and go get out again. That, you know, that's not the worst thing. At least so they you're leave. you're saying it's just like Richmond. Because, like, basically this is the planet Richmond. Because Richmond, like, 15 years ago was, like, the, was the club district. Yeah, which, did anyone think that was, like, hip? No, they did not. You know? Hip. No, I guess not hip. It's just a place to go and party, basically. Yeah, like, is that what it's been reduced to? Like, you know... But what the, the, the West isn't exactly the same. No, because it's even more boring. You know, it's even well, more so, boring. How is that more boring? Because the club district, at least, set itself up to be just that. You know, it's like, okay, you know, we're going to have a bunch of cheesy bars, you know, and that was my, that was my birthday present. We're going to have a lot of cheesy bars, you know, that, like, a lot of people will like to go to. That's fine. I have no problem with that. It didn't, it didn't present itself to you as, like, something aspirational or something you know do you know what i mean okay i think we lost kyle i think we should talk I'm about here. the gap again i'm here okay yeah no you haven't mentioned the gap in 60 words so, <laughs> so you didn't know what to, you didn't know what to do you didn't, didn't have an in no i'm like I, I, I no can i can i interject here no i just wanted you to finish your point so that i can wholly disagree with it okay yeah in a in a more better manner i just wanted him to flesh it out so you could disagree with him i'm like well See? what's really the problem here yeah no i think the problem is 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 you don't like other people I don't. I can't believe that's news to you. I mean, <laughs> well, like, it may be news to the e, like the S one E one listeners, <laughs> the five listeners. <laughs> if we're lucky, the five listeners. Well, that's the secret to every successful podcast: is at some point in time in the episode, you have to call it something that only five people listen to. Yeah, you know, I don't care who listens to it. Big, no. You know, I don't give a shit what they think. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, we're going to get Gap sponsorship for that episode 7. We're going to have to wipe this one right off the planet. Maybe David Steeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate be the revenge phone for that me. That would be the like... phone call. So, we really loved your show. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one episode, however, where, according to the contract... There's some disparaging remarks that you may have to... We, do, we don't want to censor you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't necessarily want you to mention that you're sipping, like, some sort yeah, no, you, of lemon tea. You don't have to be for us, but you can't just, just say those things, you know? I mean, we're trying really hard to get to everyone. Yeah, I mean, but, like... So, but, but that's I, assume, exactly... I assume the advertising executive at David C. is constantly crying into his phone. Yeah, the one, the one advertising executive they have. No, but, you know, yeah, but, well, you said that I don't like people. It's not that I don't like people. It's that I don't like that sort of person because the influence... <laughs> what, <of> everyone? <laughs> that sort of person who is a person? The sort of person that would like, the sort of person that would think that West Queen West was really hip. You know, your mom, for example, yeah. would probably, that's the kind of person that I think you know, would would think that these things were, you know, hip. Maybe. You know, your mom is not, like, your mom is cute, but she's also really um, middle-aged. Well, I mean, the fact that you say mom is kind of a giveaway. Right. Sure. And you're a grown person. I'm a grown person, and she's a mom, so, you know. 
But well, also, okay, so what you're saying is if, if, if it's a neighborhood not entirely populated by 22-year-old peop, people smoking and saying over it, then it's... It seems to be ageist, actually. I mean, what makes it him? Yeah. But if there were 45-year-old people who, I don't know... Had the proper amount of, of misguided tattoo decisions... <laughs> and you know, drug addledness. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. You know. if, if there was a certain bleakness to their composure, that, but we taught it. We said it at the beginning of the, off the top. The tension. Yeah. You know? No. No. You need to feel doing. like if you, you need to feel like if you don't have business in this neighborhood, you probably shouldn't linger. That's and the other thing. Pretty th- good point. Business, and that's a variety of kinds. I'm assuming. Yeah. Like if you, if you don't have business to conduct in this neighborhood. Maybe keep a normal pace. And, th- and that, that may be a good definition of a cool neighborhood. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll go along with that. Because I, See, we didn't disagree on everything. I don't disagree with you about any of this. I don't particularly <laughs> like that I had, like, nine Gap shirts in my... The, but I didn't have... Why are them. you always talking about the Gap? But I, Because it's the most recent example of a life decision I've made where I just went... No. (laughs) Where I just went, like, my my shoulders literally involuntarily shrugged and the decision was made. You know, and I was like, well, this is the easiest way to get from here to tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) From here to tomorrow. From here to there. That's the gap. That's a much better ad campaign, by the way, (laughs) than dress normal. Okay? The gap, from here to tomorrow. Dress normal. I think that's much better. But it means literally tomorrow. (laughs) It means literally, we will fix this problem you have where you need... like nice enough clothes for tomorrow. Right, we get it. There's a job. Something, you need something that's at least 40% cotton. I'm not kidding. I'm not There's kidding. Semi formal date. I'm not kidding. I, I'm not kidding. The last time I worked in a nice enough office where you needed to get into an elevator and there was a chance that there was a guy who made a million dollars in that elevator was in 2006. It's been a long time since I've needed somewhat decent clothing. How long? When was the last time you were in an elevator other than to go home? You don't know my life. A dream for irresistible. A fantasy of food is calling you to do what you love to do. Eat it up. It's so wonderful. Eat it up. Your every whim will be indulged. Turn to enjoy. Dining in the city starts at the center. Eat it up at the eating center. My center, <laughs> is telling me otherwise. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I it's been a within long time. a decade. Yeah, it's been within a decade. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you're not doing too bad. Yeah, but it's been, you know, I I'm a graphic designer, which means I don't have to dress nicely in on most occasions. You know. No, people are lucky if you come dressed at all. Yeah. If I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't have a high opinion uh, of this. Uh, of you know, graphic designers, no, no one should, because <laughs> we got away with it. We're the one profession in the entire world where we just started showing up in hoodies and like beat up sneakers, and we went what? And everyone and just let kind of us. Said, like, all right, well they're the creative type. <laughs> you know, they just let. They didn't go. Um, go home. <laughs> Shave, because this happened to me when I was 16 years old. My my like third shift at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I swear to God, I worked Kentucky Fried Chicken for like six months, 
and my third shift, I showed up like a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. Just disheveled as fuck, not giving a crap. And they sent me home. They said, go home, shave, shower, and then come back. Today. Come back today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then start your shift. This, this was Kentucky Fried Chicken's standards like, what, 15 years ago or something? Yeah, 1998. Yeah. 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 Uh, today, they'd be like, whatever, you're too clean. Get dirtier, and then you can come in. But back then, you know, in the 90s, you when people... You need graphic design for <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it doesn't look like it still has the same high standards of hygiene for their employees. Exactly. But, like, today, as a graphic designer, for the most part, yeah, you can show up having literally fallen off the back of, uh, of, 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 of a farm truck and go... Graphic designers have never been on a farm truck. <laughs> no, but, like... Not one of them has. No, they look like they have. They look like they have been. I certainly have looked like I have been. But you have never been on one. I've never been on no. one. And I'm from Alberta, where half the vehicles are... Don't tell people that. God. What? It gives me some, uh... gives me some rustic Sympathy. charm. It gives, it gives me some repurposed rustic charm. <laughs> I'm a repurposed... You're gonna need more than that. <laughs> Isn't Alberta, like, the center of power right now in Canada? Yeah, no, we, Absolutely. we we determine who the prime minister is, so. Well, that's a lot of power. It's some power. You know, he gets to do four things. Um, yeah, it's still not at all interesting, though. I'm not sure who Ooh. gets to do things really here now. I'm no, immediately change this subject. Foreign incorporation. Yeah, um, anyway. let's not. Mm. So, should we talk about the title of the show? Yeah, we can talk about the title of the show. Okay, so. The title... Although, having said that, we had... Having like having a title whatsoever means we're less cool than the podcasts that don't have a title. That is the dumbest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Are they called untitled or epitomous? Yeah, epitomous. Epitomous. Eponymous. <laughs> I prefer I prefer his way. Maybe we should change the name of the artisanal epitomous. There's no, so I guess it's a pawn. Yeah, that's okay, good. So the name of the show is Fran's not here because. Uh, when Kyle and I first talked about doing a podcast, uh, he said, what podcast do you like? And I said, the only podcasts that I listen to are ones where someone is interviewing friendly boys. And he said, well, Fran's not here, so, so we'll have to think of something else. And so we decided to call it Fran's Not Here. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Boring origin story that we can uh, put up like seven prequels for. Like, Yeah, now we don't have to talk about it anymore, though, hmm. you know? Like you got so you're saying, you know, you're like a poor substitute. No, we're not That's saying exactly we're a, what I'm saying. We're not well, saying I, we're a poor substitute. We are completely <laughs> well, a poor substitute for Fran. Absolutely. Maybe, but I think what we should do, I think we should do this every episode, is is have an open invitation. There is a chair at this table for Fran Leibowitz at all times. It's like it's like when you it's yeah, like when you're a, it's like when you're a suburban family and like one and you're at Thanksgiving and one of your kids is off at war but you leave a table setting for them yeah yeah no Fran Leibowitz has a has an at war table so setting that's not, but that's like but ours is like less sad and terrible than that or more sad <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah it's more sad isn't it 
no. Because she is never coming to the West End of Toronto. <laughs> because there's a chance that there's a chance that wartime Billy may actually come home. Yes. yes. <laughs> there's more of a chance of that happening than friendly boards coming to this apartment. So I guess that does make us sadder. We are sadder. Yeah. Ten seventeen is not a real time. Because you never have to be anywhere at ten eighteen. Right. You know, you don't look at your watch and say, Oh my god, it's ten seventeen, I have an appointment at ten eighteen. Now, quarter after is real time. 10.30 is a real time. Yes. But 10.17 is not a real time. Not real time at all. Unless, you know, I, I can't think of any profession, unless you were, drove a subway or something. Driving a subway or an, air, an airline or something like that. No, that's again a fallacy. Did you ever find a plane that came at 10.17 that was ready to leave? See, I think, that, I think even 10.30 is too specific for airplanes. I think that they should say 10-ish. <laughs> Who is to argue? Who is to argue? <laughs>